0: Hello everybody and welcome along to IMSA Radio, it's time once again to unleash the bulls, Uh, we're not a Pamplona, we're not running the bulls there, we are running them, in a green and pleasant land, Virginia International Raceway, it's Lamborghini Super Trofeo on the Michelin GT Challenge at VIR, taking you through with Jeremy Shaw, but first, Ryan Till, and it's live. The Lamborghini Super Trofeo North America on IMSA Radio. On IMSA Radio. Lamborghini Super Trofeo North America. It's round seven of the 2023 season from Virginia International Raceway. Absolutely perfect weather conditions for Lamborghini Super Trofeo here at VIR, The crowd is here and they are ready to head out to all the different corners that you can see here. What a great spectator place this racetrack is. It is so welcoming. That's why the fans turn out. Every season that IMSA returns to this luxurious facility. Look at the crowd. Look at the cars parked in the infield. Ready to go. Where is Virginia International Raceway? Well, it's in Alton, Virginia, just outside of Danville, Virginia, just north of the Virginia-North Carolina border. 1,300 acres of farmland turn into an absolutely awesome racetrack. It opened back in 1957, 3.25 miles long, 17 corners, Big elevation change, you name it, they've got it. High speed, low speed, technical sections, other sections where you can just let the Bulls run here with these Lamborghini Super Trofeo Huracan Evo 2s. Expect a great one. Four different classes. Welcome in, everyone. I'm Brian Till along with Jeremy Shaw. We'll bring you all of the action today from Lamborghini Super Trofeo North America. Jeremy, what a great place. What a great series. It's time to let these guys get at it.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. What a, what a season it's been so far. Some tremendous racing action so far. Uh, this is round uh, seven out of 12 this season. Uh, the front of the field, it's all been about one car. The car number one, the defending series champion, Carl Marcelli and Danny Formal, they, will, they were unbeaten this season. Six races, six wins, perfect season so far for that team. And once again, Danny, Danny Formal will start on the pole position today. But behind him, wow, it's, uh, it's close.
0: Well, we talk about the challenges in the Lamborghini Super Trofeo North America series all the time. The challenge, obviously, this race car, that is a serious, serious car. The Lamborghini Huracan Super Trofeo e 2 well over 600 horsepower. It's a 165-mile-an-hour car, probably here, headed into Turn 14. Any lock brakes and traction control, but you still have to wrestle this thing around this racetrack. And then you've got the number of cars four different classes but they all drive the exact same car
1: well they do that's exactly right so it's there's there's the the pro class up up front there's the pro-ams there's the am category and then there's lb cup for drivers who have very little racing experience and one of those guys by the way has qualified out of this 33 car grid he's qualified 13th that's mark wilgus who's been the pace setter this year in the LB Cup, and this is his best quali- overall qualifying of the season so far. Just looking at each of the, of the pole sitters in each of the classes, he, he in column 50 for Forte Racing, powered by US Race Electronics, will start in the 13th position. The AM pole sitter, that's Glenn McGee for the third race in a row for Precision Performance Motorsports, the column 69. He will start 10th overall, and then the Pro and the Pro-AM pole sitters will start on the front row. They will share the front row of the grid. Luke Berkeley, his best qualifying position so far. Second position for NTE Sport in car 42, the Pro-Am pole sitter and his co-driver uh, is uh, Keon Tandon who leads the point standings in Pro-Am. Luke has not done all the races this season but Kion Tandon leads the point standings and on the pole position overall once again is Danny Formal. This is his, uh, his seventh pole position and uh, he is the man to beat this season alongside his regular teammate, Kyle Marcelli.
0: You talk about Keon Tandon and Luke Berkley. Luke Berkley last time out got his first Pro-Am victory in Lamborghini Super Trofeo North America in round two at Road America. We'll go green this time by one pace lap here. And for the fans that are stand trackside, for the fans racing at home, easy to tell the difference in the classes. Even though all of the cars are the same, there is that... I call it a chiclet up in the upper right of the windscreen there on the window banner. Different color triangle down at the far side of that window banner. Your left as you look at the car, driver's right if you're sitting in it. That orange chiclet means the pro category. The yellow one is Pro-Am, green signifies the Am category, and the blue is LB Cup. And you'll see the same thing with a kind of a little chiclet once again, I'll call it, that's on the rear of the car. So. Whether it's coming at you or going away, you've got a pretty good idea of the different classes. And for the drivers, they need to be aware of that as well. You don't want to get mixed up in a fight with a class car that doesn't matter for your championship, but mixed up they will be. And Jeremy, you said it. They're mixed up on the front row right now. Your pole sitter, Danny Formal behind the wheel of the number one entry from Wayne Taylor Racing with Andretti Autosport sits on the pole and outside the Pro-Am entry. Luke Berkeley behind the wheel at the start in that number 42 getting ready to go at VIR around seven of the 2023 season drivers anticipating they know they have 50 minutes ahead of them once the green flag flies waiting waiting patiently looking up ahead for the green and for the pole sitter formal this is familiar territory he's been here before they control the championship in pro it's going to be a late flag Waiting, waiting, and here we go. The bulls have been let loose at VIR.
1: A good start for Nate Stacy. The black car in second place moves along, uh, moves alongside Luke Berkeley, heading into turn one. He might have that second position. He's running in the Pro class. It's uh, Carl moss It's uh, Danny Fortmyle who leads the race overall. And oh, I'm not going to say anything yet, but it looks like they have all <laughs> made it through turn one. All 33 cars. That's great news.
0: You, know, you can take a breath now Jeremy, right? I mean the drivers <laughs> mixing it up and so impressive because you think about all of the different experience levels from the front of the grid to the back of the grid and as I said well over 600 horsepower in the back of this Lamborghini Huracan Super Trofeo EVO 2. That's a lot to control on the Hankook tires that they are all on, all using that same Hankook tire and this first lap is incredibly important. You need to go out, figure out where the racetrack is after you were last on it. It will have changed because of the rubber that's put been put down, the temperature that has picked up through the day, and you've got to get some t- temperature and tire pressure before the car is really going to be balanced underneath you.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, these are serious racing cars. I mean, these, they are seriously quick. These are probably the fastest cars on the straightaway that we're going to see all weekend long. They are quicker than the uh, Cars in the IMSO WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. Maybe the lmp 3 cars uh, are possibly a little bit quicker, but not much. These cars are seriously fast. And Daddy Formal, he's, uh, you know, since getting the first opportunity to drive these cars uh, back in 2020, uh, that was really his, his professional racing debut. And he's made a real name for himself since then in these cars real talent is Danny Fermal 27 years of age from Boca Raton Florida nowadays originally they're from Costa Rica and it's he is well out in front at the end of this first lap
0: Cropped the line at the end of lap one Formal controls it just as he and Kyle Marcelli controlled qualifying they'll start from the pole in tomorrow's race as well but we'll talk about that tomorrow when we get there it just shows though How balanced that car is underneath them, that Wayne Taylor Racing with Andretti Autosport Lamborghini has been solid all year long. They have not been defeated, and that's something that's really hard to find in any series worldwide that you look at, a professional series where you can run up through six weekends so far and not put a wheel wrong or have somebody get the better of you one day.
1: Yeah, pretty impressive. I mean, the, there's been a total of 151 laps this season, and that number one car has been out front for 91 of them. So that's uh, that's uh, a pretty impressive tally. And uh, and it's out front again here in t- the first two races this weekend. So looking to extend their lead over uh, Gianna Torino in the number 88 car, who had a bad qualifying session. Starts uh, way towards the back of the field in the the 28th position and it was a, it was an abbreviated qualifying session this morning uh, most of the, uh, the cars only completed three laps or so and he didn't get a good one in so i had to start way towards the back of the field he's generally been sharing that car with lucas peterson uh, from the uh, uae but uh, this weekend going alone is john latrino and he's got some work to do and he's made up uh, seven positions on that opening lap in that car number 88 currently running that's a red white and green green car currently running in 21st position
0: when you would think for torino the move through the back of the pack will be relatively quick those are the lb cup drivers with less experience in their lap time the delta between his and theirs is probably going to be significant the further up the ladder he goes the more difficult it's going to become jeremy because he's going to get catch faster and faster drivers and eventually the move forward is going to be very very difficult 50 minute races in lamborghini super trofeo north america mandatory pit stop in the middle of the race the pit stop window will be 10 minutes long 82 second stop for drivers that are for pairings with two drivers and for entries that only have a single driver an extra three seconds on that mandatory pit stop
1: yeah, that's uh, a regular feature of these races. And it's been uh, frustrating for, particularly for Ryan Norman in carnival kind of 84, currently running in the sixth position, which is uh, out of position generally for him. Uh, another of the uh, the Wayne Taylor racing with Andretti Autosport entries. The uh, young man from, Richard from Ohio, lives now in Florida, but uh, he came agonizing close to scoring his first win last time out of America, it was that three seconds different differential in the pit lane that cost him on both days at road america here he's still looking for his first win but he's got some work to do in that uh, primarily black car in the kind of a, what sixth position at the moment
0: talk about the championship with danny from all and kyle marcelle marcelli leading in the pro category and look at this racing as down through the roller coasters, side by side. The 30, oh, and who's the other car there? The 99, that, I don't know if the officials will take a look at that. Jayden Conright aboard that white number, 99, side by side with Nico Jamin in the 30, and they headed down into the carous- or into the roller coaster section side by side, and then it looked like Jamin pushing Conright off to the right a little bit. Conright dropped the wheels, did a great job of maintaining control. We also understand that the start is under review. That's, I would say, pretty typical because typically the officials like to make sure that everybody is in column formation across the line as they are required to be. Also, it seemed to be a very slow start, so they may be looking at the pace that the pole sitter was putting down as they came towards the line. Here's a look
1: at
0: Jaden Conright and Jameen into the roller coaster, Jeremy.
1: Yeah, nothing too uh, remiss there. I don't think they were side by side in a braking area. Both seem to be uh, pretty respectful. They're giving each other room. Certainly, Jamin is uh, is leaning there, though. However, on the number 99 car, and Conrad coming down the hill, that wasn't quite so respectful, was it? He gave him a bit of a, hold, uh, a hip check there, going into that turn 15. And yeah, he didn't really need to do that, I don't think. Uh, the officials are certainly going to be looking at that one for sure. That was a, a pretty unnecessary move for the uh, for the for the Frenchman by the Frenchman, I should say.
0: I mean, typically you look at that coming off of the left-hand corner, the car's gonna drift out anyway, and you're trying to get as much speed as you can. I'm sure the traction control is going off, all of that, but you still need to leave the competitor that's even with you on the outside. That'll leave them room to stay on the racetrack.
1: Yeah, you do. And you know, This is not, uh, it's not a developmental series. It, it, it's, there's a lot of gentlemen drivers in this series. So uh, if your race officials not gonna give quite so many liberties to, even though these are, these are pro, pro drivers that are battling at the front, uh, they're, they're, they're here to set an example to these guys who are, have a lot less experience. So I think uh, Todd Snyder, the race director, is going to be looking at that. And I think uh, I fancy that Nikki Jimmy might be lucky to get away with without a penalty on that one. There is, however, a penalty. Car number 33 changing lanes before the start. Car uh, number 33 is. A long way down the order. Dan Decker actually started second to last. So that's unfortunate to be uh, that they spotted that one. But uh, he's going to have to. Uh, that, that'll be uh, just a warning he gets this time around. So no, no harm, no foul for him. But the race director, Todd Snyder, this had sent out a memo earlier this week to say that there's a new penalty that he could enforce if he wants to. And it's a 10 second penalty rather than a drive through penalty, driving through the pit lane, which will cost you here. Well, well, over 30 seconds, uh, there's, a, there's a lesser penalty that can be used at the race director's discretion. And second, added to the race time, if there are any of those uh, penalties to be enforced during race, we should be informed. And by the way, I just got a note here from race control, incident of cars 30 is under review.
0: Thought that might be the case. And when you think about the penalties, though, Jeremy, the time penalty, it's a blessing and a curse right if you're on the racetrack and you get the time penalty you go that's not bad hopefully the race remains green because if it ends under yellow you could literally be second or third in the order and a 30 second or a 10 second time penalty as you cross the line under yellow could cost you even more positions than it would have cost you with a drive-through penalty so sometimes it works for you sometimes it works against you really the best advice is don't get in trouble right
1: don't get in trouble yeah right drive drive <laughs> uh, drive like you want to want to be race like you want to be raced very race respectfully but uh, this a super battle going on here uh, for the um, it's actually for the fourth position with Luke Berkeley in that uh, primarily purple car just ahead of Ryan Norman who stands uh, third in the uh, pro driver standing just one point behind Giano Torino coming into this weekend that's the black and orange car directly behind the The purple one heading into turn four, and Ryan Norman thinks about looking to the inside, not quite close enough. And right behind those two is Jaden Conwright, who's making his seasonal debut for NTE Sport in Calibre 99. So he's teammates with number 42 car, and they are sandwiching uh, Ryan Norman from Wayne Taylor Racing in Calibre 84. But meanwhile, out front is Danny Formal, who's just setting sail, pulling away pretty rapidly from the rest of the pack.
0: And you talk about the 10 second penalties and one was just, I don't want to use the word awarded. That's probably not a good one when you have a penalty handed to you, right? But uh, yeah, Nico Jamin is going to be the recipient of a 10 second penalty for incident responsibility with the 99 as we saw coming down through the roller coaster. So that will happen at the end of the race as he crosses the line. Timing and streaming system will automatically move 10 seconds back, move him 10 seconds back in the order and we'll have to find out where he finishes there. Remember, we had time penalties at Watkins Glen, Jeremy, and it affected the outcome of the race. It was, I think it was about a two second penalty that was awarded, or a five second penalty. Can't remember the number, but it came down to the very end of the race, closing down. It was for the win, Um, and it just kept closing down and closing down and closing down, and eventually, the pursuer got within that time period and, and took the victory, even though they didn't take the victory on the racetrack.
1: That's exactly right. And uh, that was uh, what, the, the only the only race win this season for Danny from where He didn't see the checkered flag first. Danny right. And Carl Marcelli, they just pipped John and Lucas Peterson in that race on that corrected time. And as you say, it won't show up until the end of the race right now. If you had ten seconds to Ryan on to to uh, Nico Jumin, who's running in a third position, it would drop him uh, to around about eighth position. So he's probably only gonna lose maybe three or four places before the end of the race, if they continue to spread out the the, the rate they are right now. But uh, certainly that's a penalty that he could have done without running in third position on the road.
0: Three car train heading up through the snake. Toward South Bend, led by the Purple 42. That's the Pro Am leader Luke Berkeley. Then right behind him, the 84 Ryan Norman and Jaden Conright aboard the white number 99. And for Berkeley out in front of the other two, again, multi-class racing, you want your your crew to remind you who those pursuers are. You want to keep as many of them between you and the next car in your class, but at the same point in time, don't put your car at risk doing battle with someone who really doesn't matter in the final points tally for the day, and I think that's the challenge with some of this. If you've got three or four cars running and different classes interspersed in between, oh, you don't want to risk your car. But at the same point in time, if you let another car by, then you're letting your competitor closer. So for these drivers in pro am and pro, I think it becomes a big, big challenge, Jeremy.
1: Well, it is a very good point, and uh, to, to that to your point there. Mark Wilgus, who's leading in LB Cup, started in the 13th position overall on the grid. He slipped back to 18th now, but he's still got a couple of cars in between himself and who's, and the guy who's running second in class, which is a, a newcomer to the series this, this season. Mark Brummond, who's driving for NTE Sport in kind of 89. And uh, Mark Brummond, has uh, he's, he's originally from Seattle, Washington, although based now in, in the Charlotte area. He's done some I'm surprised he's running in LB Cup, to be honest, because he's got a fair amount of experience over the years in a whole bunch of different cars. Started off running a, a vintage Alfa Romeo GTV6, which is a cool car. I remember driving one of those in a uh, what is now the Bristol Pilot Challenge at Firebird Raceway in California many moons ago. Uh, he's also driven in, in GRC, Global Rallycross, uh, and he, he did some, uh, some SRO. Also, he did a couple of Bristol Pilot Challenge races a couple of years ago as well. But he's running second in the class in LB Cup, but Mark Wilgus, even though he slipped back a few positions on the road uh, compared to where he started, he's still in a good position to potentially score it would be his uh, fifth win of the season in the LB Cup and extend his championship lead.
0: Great battle off of Oak Tree and down the back straightaway. The lead car there, the 68 Johannes van Overbeek behind the wheel, and then the lofts guard, Lee and Miller all right there together. Those are the 2nd, 3rd, 4th and 5th place cars. In the Pro-Am category and they are having a great run of it. And I think the other thing that's cool about the Pro-Am category, Jeremy well recognized sports car drivers. In the pro portion of that AM lineup and they're put on some great show. Problem for the 12 right now. Right rear tire is down. This is going to be a long way back to the pit lane
1: yeah that's uh, that's disappointing certainly that's uh, going to be a uh, you've got to be careful not to go too fast. there's shian chandrasoma off the road as well that's uh, in running in the pro am class he's a uh, third in points in Pro Am coming into this weekend but uh he's going to cost him a, a fair bit of ground he's already running towards the back of the Pro Am pack in this racing car number 20 but that uh, yeah that tire coming apart there it's uh,
0: I, I don't know what happened more damage I yeah, I didn't see if he had contact with anyone. It's Dominic Starkweather, who's aboard the 12 right now. Great race win in the AM category at Road America. Uh, the last weekend out, he's had a pole on the season, but it's been really an up and down kind of year for Dominic. He's had some good performances, but they either seem to be preceded or following you know, a struggle on the racetrack, and this may be the same kind of deal. See, there's the problem for Shian Chandrasoma. He gets off coming down into Hogpen.
1: Got yeah, off. That was kind of, of weird. Like he, I don't know, but he just ran a bit of wide coming through 15 and 16 there, but uh, got way out of sync going into Hogpen. And let's see, the scenic route on the grass around from there, it cost him a lot of track time, but he is able at least to, to continue. Whereas that number 12 car, yeah, shedding bits and pieces as well. That's a pretty disastrous day turning into that foot for Dominic who started uh, second in the AM category in this race from the uh, 12th position overall.
0: But he's run two race weekends with us. And like I said, he had a win at, at Road America. He had another top five finish in the second round it, in West that Tech that it, at the Tech raceway looking at but.
1: See, he, he's Matt actually Lock run well. all three, but he's run he's running in two different classes. Uh, the The middle weekend he ran as a pro. Uh, the the second weekend of the season he runs a pro in the pro class with Tyler Cook, and then in the other two events, uh, he he has been he was first race of the season he was sharing that car with another driver in the AM class, uh, but uh, this weekend, as he was last, he's going solo in that uh, Valkyrie Velocity car. Uh, Dominic, Dominic, Subway. he shared the first race of the season with Cam Aliabadi, uh, and that was the only race that Cam has done this season. So Dominic has carried on, he's now back in the, in the AM class again, uh, uh, and uh, is running very, very well. Indeed qualified, had a really good qualifying run last time out at Road America.
0: Lamborghini Super Trofeo, North America from Virginia International Raceway, just over two minutes to go before the mandatory pit stop and a problem on the racetrack for one of the competitors lost in a cloud of smoke and a little bit of belching flame from the exhaust now back underway. The LB Cup entrance, but I couldn't get or the AM entrance, I should say, but I couldn't get the number. It's 66, I believe, Jeremy.
1: Yes, Uh, Lane Vicala then who who started in the she qualified uh, fairly well for this this week, for this race, did uh, did Lane started in the 17th position, <laughs> but uh, clearly had a bit of a spin there coming out of turn three and uh, that won't do the tires any good either, will it go on the throttle? They're trying to keep it on the racetrack, but uh, it's going to use up those rear tires pretty substantially.
0: Nicely done there by Shihan Sandrasoma in the gold entry, who was able to zip around the backside there and not get caught up in the spin. Good stuff here, the 42 leading the battle. That's Berkeley. the 42 leading the battle down into turned one. The 84 right behind him though, that's Ryan Norman. This is not a fight for position in class, Jeremy.
1: Uh, correct, uh, that's right. Because Luke Berkeley is running in a pro-am class here and uh, and uh, Ryan Norman is running in, in a pro-am and right behind those two is Jaden Conright as well in that uh, number 99 car. So they've just gone past one of the, uh, they've lapped one of the uh, slower LB Cup drivers a couple of corners ago. So this battle continues here. Meanwhile, Danny Formal, he's, he, the reason we're not seeing him is he's way out in front, seven point seconds his lead. Having I mean, said that, though, no, Nico, Nico Jamin is closing on Nate Stacey uh, in the car that's been penalised, kind of a 30, that answer Motorsports kind of a 30 for Nico Jamin. Uh, is, uh, is in third position uh, and right now he's nine seconds ahead of this battle that we're concentrating on that coming, that coming out of the oak tree turn headed by Luke Berkeley. So Nikushin is almost in a position to have made up that 10-second uh, penalty that he will be assessed at the end of the race.
0: Well, and this is the challenge that we talked about about this multi-class racing for right now. It's Ryan Norman that wants by the 42 that's in front of him of Luke Berkeley because he's got Jaden Conright on his tail. And that battle between Jaden Conright and Ryan Norman, that is for position and in class. Pit's now open, so a 10-minute pit window. Somewhere in that window, you must serve your mandatory pit stop. And again, for driver combinations that have two drivers, It's an 82-second stop, and if there's a single-driver format, 85-second stop. That extra three seconds, you and I have talked about this, Jeremy, all season long, and I think it's a very valid point that the series makes, and that is if the one driver is staying in the car, there was no risk of any kind of a faux pas on a driver change. Uh, The driver knows the racetrack. He knows the car. He knows what kind of tire he came in with that driver will have an advantage when they go out on the racetrack. So there is that three second additional time that you must spend on pit lane. And yeah, sometimes it pops you back and it hurts you position wise a little bit, but you've made that choice to go at it alone. And so there's a price to be paid for it.
1: Yeah. And for Ryan Norman there, he is driving solo in this race. It kind of an 84. Uh, He has uh, stayed out there when he saw number 42 car coming into the pits. Was running directly ahead of him. That will give him now some clear track. So Ryan Norman will be hoping for the next 10 minutes that he can run as fast as he can, and there isn't another, there isn't a full course caution, uh, because if when there is a caution, the pits will be closed, uh, and he would he would then uh, lose any advantage he might conceivably gain by staying out on the racetrack right now. And in this race, particularly with the Pro-Am cars, there's quite a, a differential in the lap times between the the Pro and the Am. So for, the, for, the, for those cars that are running with the pro at the wheel at the moment, they will stay out as long as they can before they hand over the car to their co-driver. So we've got about half the field in the pits now making their, their, their special spot.
0: Cole Wolfsgard leads in the Pro-Am category, but that bright pink number 14, Andy Lee, having a good run, sharing that car with Slade Stewart. Stewart, the 22 LB Cup champion moved up into the Pro-Am category alongside Andy Lee. And it's a crowd favorite every weekend. You go to Jeremy. This team goes kind of above and beyond. They they host a lot of guests um, and really open the paddock up to fans that want to see the car. They've got some stuffed animals that they give out that pink unicorn on the side of the car, and it, it really has become a fan favorite
1: yeah it's very cool isn't it and uh, andy lee doing a, a really nice job running in the fifth position uh, right now because our, our race leader danny formal he has elected to come onto the pit lane there he is uh, handing that car over car Marcel i think probably already aboard that car just waiting for the time to elapse that minimum lap time he knows how long it takes uh, to get from his pit box to the pit exit line and it's, it's from pit in to pit out that the minimum time is taken, just to get my scoring now, it shows up as 1 minute 22, so that's 82 seconds, which is exactly on the button for a, a, a two-driver car. Uh, it's uh, 1 minute 25, 85 seconds for a single driver, but 1 minute 22 for a, a, a pairing. And uh, they timed that absolutely perfectly, no surprise there, of course, that's one of the reasons they're leading the championship in that way that Wayne Taylor racing with, with Andretti Autosport car number one. So he will rejoin the fray and most likely not even come close to giving up the position even though Carl Marcelli has taken over the wheel of that car.
0: Obviously there was some type of an incident between the 34 and 17 in the LB cup category that was reviewed by race control and there was no action. As the action does continue on pit lane now the eight Nate Stacy in the pro category onto pit lane. The crew will check that single lug, make sure it's tight. They can also make a tire pressure adjustment, lower the tire pressures. These tires will heat up. The pressures will go up. A lot of times they'll drop a little bit of air out, trying to rebalance the car, the handling for the driver that they request and then they'll sit and wait. And that time sitting and waiting to go back out has got to seem like an eternity, especially on a warm day like we have here at VIR.
1: Yeah, that's right. It's, it does seem like a long, long, long time when you're sitting there, but uh, it's, you know, they're, they're used to it now. Uh, here's this, uh, this battle uh, continuing though after the pit socks with number 42 and number 99 still together. On the racetrack, so number 42 Luke Berkeley is handed over that, that car to uh, Keon Tandon, and Jaden Conwright has stayed aboard the number 99 car. So he lost a little bit of ground during that pit stop, but he's closed it up again since they got back on the racetrack. And this is well, we'll wait and see it. Right, right now, it's the battle for about 10th position, but still quite a few cars have yet to make their their mandatory pit stop, including Ryan Norman, by the way in caliber 84 has just set his best lap of the race so far last time
0: and here's the speed differential you see it the 42 on the racetrack at speed the 17 just coming out and takes a little time to get up to speed and kind of gives you an idea of what that outlap is like for the new driver and the experienced driver the one that has the experience of the day staying on the racetrack getting up to speed if they've already done the stop or if they haven't, they've been out there for the last 20 minutes or so. They know this racetrack very well and you see the speed differential there in turn one, the 84 now in.
1: Indeed so, and uh, so he's gonna uh, make that stop. He doesn't have to get out of the car, just to open the door, get a bit of air and it's pretty really toasty here today at the Junior International Raceway, a great place to go racing. So they will check the tire pressures on that car. They're not changing tires, just checking the pressures. Make sure that everything is hunky-dory for five when he goes back out again to complete this race. And in the meantime, that's going to hand the lead to Cole Loftsgard for Precision Performance Motorsports, the car 47. He's running in a Pro-Am class, done a really nice first stint in this car. He'll hand over that car in a while to Mo Dadka. Those two have had no luck at all this season, but Cole Loftsgaard is a really talented driver, a opportunity. To compete at this level and leading the race overall in caliber kind of 47. Second, he's ahead of Andy Lee by about a second. That's what, that's saying something because Andy Lee is enormously talented, right? For the flying Elizabeth Sports team. Also in the pro class. In his third position is Andy Lee's teammate, also vastly experienced. That's Johannes van Overbeck in number kind of 68. So they're the top three cars at the moment. And then fourth on the racetrack as he is uh, the race leader. But before the base car number one, which is Kyle Marcelli, who's got a pretty handy lead over Sebastian Saavedra in second position, who is taken over from Nico Jamin in the ANSA Sports car number thirty.
0: A few cars left to make their stop. Marcelli taken over from Danny Fromall, as you said. Christopher Tasca in the twenty-three, the LB Cup entry is going to have to serve a penalty for speeding on pit lane. So that NTE Sport Lamborghini Palm Beach entry is going to have to come down pit lane one more time. And that will pretty much dash any hopes that he had of moving forward because that's going to set you back at least 25, 26 seconds, I would think, with the drive-through. Meanwhile, for Al Marcelli and Danny Formal, I mean, you look at seasons like this, Jeremy, and you think, it, it has been perfect so far this year. I, I think they have four pole positions, and uh, including the pole that they have for tomorrow. So never off the top step of the podium. It doesn't get much better than What do you do? What do you do with this if you take this championship in this style? Where do you go?
1: Yeah, well, you, 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 it's a big feather in, in your in your cap, that's for sure, if you can uh, pull off the perfect season, but still still a long way to go this year. We've only had, uh, we're exactly halfway through the season, six races down, six to go, or five more after today. Uh, and there is that number 30 car, Sebastian Trevedra, a former IndyCar driver at the wheel of that car at the moment. He's uh, running uh, behind uh, Kyle Marcelli as the other three Cars that were ahead of him, the pro and cars will all come onto the pit lane this time around. So that's number 47. Uh Cole Lossgar will hand over the car to Modadka and he leads in the pink uh sparkle flight uh flight this ledger. He will hand over to Slade Stewart and suddenly van overbeck in car number 68. the third position, it'll be uh, Chris Palomo takes over that car for the second half the race something off the 12.
0: Problem for the 45. That is the AM entry, and off in 12, which is so easy to do. You drop that wheel off to the outside, and car just drifts off there and get it under control, get it back underway. Let's take a look and see how that happens. There it is. That was more than just a little off. That was a big spin. And I don't know, it came into shot so quickly. Did he have help, Jeremy, or was that by himself? Rob Walker a good question, does it by isn't himself. It? He
1: does it by himself. Yeah, unassisted. It's easily it's, done. I mean, it's, it's a really tricky corner up there. It's a, it's a double apex right hander. You carry a lot of speed through the first part of the corner and then you run wide out to the edge of the racetrack before you turn in for the second of the uh, APC where the Oak Tree used to be. It's still called Oak, oak Tree Corner in, uh, in respect for that fabulous old uh, Arbor that used to be there, uh, but uh, no longer there and his uh, there's, there's, some, there's some good racing going all the way up and down the pack here. that's kind of a 45 uh, making a move which is uh, rob, rob walker, walker again having uh, had that uh, made that mistake a little while ago he's going to get past graham doyle i think that was in the uh, lb cup entry kind of a 10.
0: looking through the leaderboard of the four different classes in lamborghini super trofeo north america kyle marcelli up front right now in his Wayne Taylor Racing with Andretti Autosport Lamborghini Palm Beach entry, moving over to pro-am, Keon Tandon leads there just like he leads in the championship. Talk more about that in just a second. Mark Wilgus aboard the number fifty in LB Cup, he controls that championship and he controls that class here today for Forte Racing powered by U.S. Racetronics, a Lamborghini Beverly Hills entry, and then in AM, it's McIntosh up front. And again, championship leaders, Anthony McIntosh, Glenn McGee, they lead the championship in AM, having won the last round at Road America. So, oh, there's a big slide.
1: <laughs> that was a good save.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm not sure that, <laughs> that he knew he had saved it. You saw the car coming off of turn 11 and it was everything you could do to get his hands in there. And I think that was Dominic Starkweather again and it, everything you could do to get the counter steering in and try to arrest that slide and barely got it done.
1: Yeah, Take a breath. Now. That was in the pits. Er- yeah, exactly right. That was car that was in the pits earlier on. I mean, that had that puncture. Uh, so he, uh, it was quite likely some additional damage caused by that flailing tire when he brought it back to the pit lane. So I think I'm sure that car is not handling at all well for Dominic Starkweather, but he's doing a good job to to keep it going again. Meanwhile, leading in the LB Cup class is Mark Wilkes in kind of a 50. That's one of the Forte racing powered by US Race Tronics entry, the arrow black and green car heading through the S's now. And he's done a, a super job all the way through this race, running in 17th position overall. And he's got about he's got about seven seconds in hand over Mark Brummond, who continues to run in second position making his debut in this cars this weekend for the nte, NTE sport team in combat 89
0: there's a look at the 42 keon Tandon, who leads the pro-am category as i said earlier won the last time out with luke berkeley at road america and i don't want to take anything away from anybody because you go and you race and you know, you have good luck, you have bad luck, and so do your competitors. He leads the championship in pro-am. John Capestro de Betts, Tom Capizzi, who led it going into the Road America weekend. JCD not here this weekend. Tom Capizzi is huge crash at Road America for John Capestro de Betts and some injuries there that have kept him out of the car and will keep him out of the car for uh, a, a few weeks, maybe a couple of months. At, at hopefully at at the most, um, and then he'll be back in. But the recipient of that Billy, really is Keon Tandon, who had been running second in the championship, and now leapfrogs to the front. As I said, nothing to take away from the performance the 42 has put in all year long. You have to be there in order to take over the lead. But our, our thoughts going out to JCD right now. Um, thinking of you, brother, and looking forward to seeing you back in a car.
1: Yeah, absolutely right. He's uh, working hard to try and get back and hopefully be fit enough in, t- in time to drive in Indianapolis. That's the plan, and that's one of the reasons that uh, Tom Kepesi is still entered this weekend in the Pro-Am class rather than running solo. Uh, he is running solo, but he, he would be eligible for the Am class. But because of the, under the force majeure rule that is uh, that is used in the Lamborghini Super Trofeo, if it's things that are out of your control, then you can score championship points. And even though he's not here this weekend. Uh, John capascio Betts will be credited with the same amount of points that Tom Capizzi can score. Unfortunately for Tom, he's had a really difficult weekend. There's all sorts of electrical problems yesterday in the practice sessions. Uh, qualifying didn't go well this morning either. The car cut out very early on, but he even said a lap. Uh, and then in the race, get a puncture on the first lap, So nothing went right for that team here. Is that, is that a drive-through there for car number 99? Yes, it is. A Short yeah. pit.
0: Yeah. The uh, 23 will serve stop. one as well. And remember, Tasca had a speeding penalty. That must have been on the way in for his pit stop. Then his pit stop was short, so he'll have to serve another penalty there uh, in, aboard the number 23 for Christopher Tasca.
1: Yeah, and I, I, I thought it was slightly odd earlier on when uh, Jaden Conrad came out of the pits right behind number 42 car, which he had been beforehand. Number 42 car, though, uh, they had to, to make a driver change because Kjorn Tandon took over in that number 42 car from Luke Berkeley, who did a brilliant job in the opening stint of the race and yet after the pit stops with the number 99 car running solo of Jaden Conrad he was still right with him so I did wonder about that I must bit at the time but I didn't look at the pit stop time actually the pit stop time looking at them now for the number 42 car that was nail on head 1 minute 22 for 82 seconds exactly right. so he should have had a 3 second advantage after those pit stops but he didn't And now we know why, and Jaden Conright serving that penalty in kind 42. They probably forgot to set the uh, the dash differential in that car because generally that car uh, does have a co-driver.
0: Well, it's good to see Jason Conright back in the series, winner of the IMSA Diverse Driver Development Scholarship a couple of years ago. Very talented young driver and good to see him occasionally in the WeatherTech series back here in Lamborghini Super Trofeo, North America, uh, somebody you'll probably hear a lot about in the future. Very very quick.
1: Very true, very true. And um, the I uh, just just looking at the the overall order. Carl Marcelli is still way way out in front. quite so you know, a slow lap last time around. I'm not quite sure it was that slow. Uh, but uh, number kind of forty eight. That's David Staub, who is running second position in the AM Championship. Uh, currently running in the Uh, fourth position in that class he's uh, a lap down I think to the overall leaders but uh, still running uh, looking to pick up some good am points from this race
0: you have those days when you think maybe this is going to be the weekend where I can close in on the championship and for David Staub obviously not the weekend that he wants to have right now running a little bit further back as you talked about but the weekend, the season just continues to go as planned for the number one of Danny Formal and Kyle Marcelli. And I I think about it and it, I know the frustration of Gianno Torino, Ryan Norman, the guys that are running second who know exactly what the back end of the number one looks like. They rarely get a view of the front end of it in the rearview mirrors because they're rarely in front of it. And it's frustrating when there's that one team, that one driver that's always in front of you. I know I certainly had it back in 1991 in Indy Lights with um, Eric Bachelard, who won the Indy Light Championship that year. Calvin Fish has told me that he had that frustration in F2000 when somebody named Senna was in front of him all the time. I once asked him why he didn't get frustrated enough that he removed him, and Calvin said, I can't get close enough. I could never I could never get close to do it. But I mean, there are plenty of drivers who have those experiences where there's just some team that steps in and dominates. And it is frustrating when you're running second. You're putting in your best performances. You're driving a car that you feel like the engineers have done a great job in putting underneath you. But that car in front of you just always seems to be there. And that's one of those seasons that all and Marcel are having right now with Wayne Taylor Racing and Andretti Autosport.
1: Yeah, just doing a tremendous job. I mean, the, the two of them, uh, you know, Carmarce, so driving well with himself right now. He's flashing the lights as he came up through the Is there behind a, a slower car. There's somebody about to be lapped. I think it might Rob Walker again, actually. But, you know, he's he's got a, a big lead. He's still got 11 seconds in hand over the second place car of Sebastian Saavedra, who's uh, who's about three seconds ahead. He's pulled away a lot, the last couple of laps over Nate Stacey, who's running third. Uh, but he's still. Uh, not uh, that that number 30 car was 10 seconds clear of its pursuers, which is what it needs to be because it's going to get a penalty at the end of this race. Uh, and right now, he's only three and a half seconds ahead of Nate Stacy. And Ryan Norman has caught up with uh, Nate Stacy, so the battle between the, eight, the 84 is for third position overall on the road. A little farther down the field, Ophir Levy and his good buddy John Hirschberg having a good battle. And number 13 is Ophir Levy in that sort of also with colored cars, car suppose. He's, he's a he's a wood manufacturer. is is a fear, and he's battling with John Hirschberg and Graham Dora with to tail, battling for for third position in LB Cup.
0: Yeah, they're trying to find that final position on the podium in LB Cup, as you just said, and it's a great little battle going on there. You look through the field with four different classes, you're going to find a battle pretty much everywhere. AJ Muss, the former Olympian snowboarder aboard the 66 that kind of olive green 66 lamborghini uricon super trofeo evo 2 headed up the snake right now the climbing
1: yeah and uh fairway behind tyler tyler hoffman uh, who is uh, ahead of him on the road and uh, i think uh didn't didn't actually make any ground towards tyler on that last lap so tyler hoffman is running a second he's about yeah about 14 seconds actually between those two but still it's been a good run. lane Vakala had a good uh, qualifying run in the number 66 car and aj must taking over from there currently running in the 16th position overall
0: but this is their best and i don't want to say finish because we're a long way from it eight minutes 50 seconds but this is one of the better runs they've had all year long bacala and moss so if they can hold that I'll end up with a podium finish, which will be by far their best finish of the season.
1: Yeah, absolutely true. Uh, that uh, would certainly would be a, a feather in their cap if they can do that. Tell you what, my hat's off also to uh, Mo Dadko, who's doing a really good job in number 47. That's the battle we're looking at now, coming out through the S's. The pink car behind him is Slade Stewart. That is the battle is it... for second. Yeah, has he closed right up then, in that case, Because, yeah, there was a fair margin between those two on the last lap. So, uh, oh no, it's, excuse me, it's number forty-one car. It's Mark Miller then, who's actually just made the pass for third place on uh, Slade Stewart. Excuse me. So the black and kind of orangey red car is uh, that's that's uh, Mark Miller. He's taken up from Paul Nemshoff, who drove the opening stint. His uh, family very well known in. in in uh, offshore powerboat racing and all sorts of success in that. Mark Miller has taken over for him. He's just moved past the pink car of Slade Stewart. Now he's going to try and catch the uh, leading car in Pro-Am, which is, which is Kion Tandon.
0: Well, that's an interesting driver. Excuse me, excuse comp-
1: me. No, n- next in line is, is Mo Dadka. He came before he seven. He's doing a nice job. He's about six seconds ahead of Mark Miller.
0: It's an interesting driver order that they've elected to do in the 41 with Nimshoff and Miller, right? Because what we've seen in this Pro-Am category, it's most of the pros were in at the start and the Ams were are in at the finish. But the 41 team, Flying Lizard Motorsports and Lamborghini Newport Beach, they've gone the opposite direction. And their faster driver is Mark Miller and very experienced driver, Trans Am champion. I mean, this is a guy who knows how to get things done. So... They've put him in to finish.
1: Yep, yep. And uh, you, you, as a pro-am team, you, you can you can you can do whatever you like. You can go wh- whoever goes first. There's kind of a mix really in the pro-am class. Some of them started with their pros. Some of them didn't. Uh, but uh, certainly out in front, Keon Tanden and Luke Berkeley uh, are. Uh, they're both really pro-am drivers themselves. So neither is is uh, hugely experienced. In fact. Kjorn Tandon, his first ever race was only one year ago in a Lamborghini at Road America. Done a fair bit of karting before that, and all sim racing as well. But so that's his first ever race. He's one of the uh, the youngest drivers in the field. Uh, Kyun Tandon, is 20 years of age from Calabasas in California. Meanwhile, number 84, that's Ryan Norman, is uh, charging along here. He's up to a third position and not far behind Sebastian Saavedra position on the road he will he will gain that position right now in any case because Savedra is going to get ten seconds added to his time at the end of the race but Ryan Norman uh, would like to catch him on the road as well
0: working through traffic Nate Stacey now taking the fight to the 86 trying to slide around he wants to move forward this is not for position in class but this is what we were talking about you want to clear these other competitors so you can try to get on up to the next person in line, which is two cars up for Nate Stacy right now. It's the 84 of Norman. He is two cars ahead of this battle that he's trying to deal with right now. It's John Hersberg aboard the 86 who's just in front of him. Then he's got Ophir Levy, who's in a different class. And then he's got the car of Ryan Norman that he's trying to track down. He wants desperately to get past those two cars. But don't forget that Levy and Hershberg are in a fight of their own.
1: Yeah, and there's several battles developing. There's also one developing a second position now in pro-am, with number 47 car of Modadka being closed upon by Mark Miller, hugely experienced. Of course, Mark Miller. He was being, he was quick in the uh, practice sessions uh, and uh, in qualifying. I think it starts. He had a good qualifying run earlier on. He will start six overall and first in Pro-Am for race two tomorrow. This morning, there were two qualifying sessions each of 15 minutes. first 15 minutes were set by whoever, whichever driver was due to start in race one. The second 15 minutes, those uh, drivers that had two drivers in them, switch drivers, whoever qualifies for that second session will start the race tomorrow morning.
0: Nate Stacy aboard the eight trying to get past a levy for the 13 Levy and Lb Cup Stacy in the pro category he slides through into turn one almost a little bit of contact there but now for Nate Stacy most importantly it's a clean racetrack to the two cars in front Ryan Norman and Sebastian Saavedra they are caught up in their own fight now headed into turn five as Nate Stacy heads into turn three.
1: Yeah, his is, he- this, this is the battle then for second position on the road here, and uh, it's, uh, it's, it's heating up, isn't it? Uh, Ragnar, we got close to Savedra a couple of laps ago, then I think a bit of traffic, he fell back somewhat. He's closed up that gap, that deficit once again, now right with Savedra as they head up the, up the hill and other battles uh, raging behind them as well.
0: And what Nate Stacy wants to see is traffic in front of Saavedra and Norman, that battle going on, and it's brought these two combatants close together as well for the battle in LB Cup. Fear Levy aboard the 13, holds down the third position, with the two cars right behind him. Hershberg and Doyle, they want that position as well. Into 14 at the end of the back straightaway the 89 that's brumman who runs second and look at this fight down <laughs> through the roller coaster towards the end of these races jeremy everything seems to come back together and the battles get really <laughs> heated again
1: that's right just uh, two and a half minutes remaining and it, it's toasty out there track temperature 123 degrees uh, these tires the man could take it getting a workout this afternoon the drivers it's hard work. Uh, behind the wheel of these cars as well. Some super battles going on there. Once again, on that last lap, Sebastian Sevedra just pulled out a little bit of a margin over uh, Ryan Norman in the battle for second place. Meanwhile, Carl Marcelli, he's just kind of cruising around well off his ultimate pace at the lead of this race overall.
0: So, Sevedra and Norman have gotten through the traffic, and now Nate Stacy has left the deal with them. He's got two lap cars in front of him, two slower class cars in front of him. And it looks like he's going to catch him in the snake or the climbing S's, whatever you want to call them. one of the most challenging and highest speed sections of the racetrack coming up. And that has allowed Saavedra and Norman to slip away a little bit. Nate Stacy's going, come on, guys, let me through. I think I can get there, but time is running out. Two to go.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's about seven seconds behind Sevedra is Nate Stacey, kind of at eight in the fourth position overall. He needs to be within 10 seconds of him to move up one position onto the overall podium. Uh, so he's got to get past those uh, those that traffic uh, in order to achieve that goal. He needs to be within 10 seconds of Sevedra as I said.
0: Well, he's gotten past one and so now he'll move past the other and then it's clean sailing at least for a little while. And like you said, if he can close to within 10 seconds of Saavedra, we know that the 30 has that post-race penalty. If he can close to within 10 seconds, he will move up. Norman would move to second, and Nate Stacy would move to third. Can he get it done? Saavedra in traffic in turn one now. No, that's Danny Formal and Kyle Marcelli. Sorry. Yeah, Too many red Lamborghinis was- out there.
1: Well, that's a good. Good point, actually. Uh, and I'm just looking at the battle for pro-am. they, they should be uh, coming towards start-finish line any second now for second position in pro-am. Modadka uh, has had it, but Mark Miller has been closing in at number 47 and number 41. Uh, and uh, yeah, they're you know they're a little ways away from. They're coming down the last few corners most likely. Traffic
0: is playing into this in pro. Saavedra 18 seconds behind the leader, Nate Stacy 25. Do the math there. He's within that 10 second gap, Jeremy.
1: Yep. Yeah. Even though he lost a bit of time on that last lap, Nate Stacy is still uh, within that margin of error there. So he should be fine for a place on the overall podium. And uh, a little bit farther back is... Uh Yeah, so he's, 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 he's looking good uh, at the moment. Meanwhile, in Pro-Am, yeah, Dadka is uh, continuing to hold on to that position just ahead of Mark Miller.
0: Well, Saavedra and Norman We've held bursted. up right at, the, right at the bottom of the S's that time, Jeremy, by lap traffic. Again, that's going to help Nate Stacey even more.
1: It, it, it is. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, he, he, Stacey's fine at this stage. He's not gonna catch those two ahead of him on the road, but he's as long as he can stay within 10 seconds, that's good enough for him. And even if uh, Ryan Norman doesn't get past Saavedra, same thing, he doesn't have to worry about that too much. It'll be... Yeah, we're on the last lap. This is the last Final lap. Final
0: lap. White checkered flag is out for the number one. Kyle Marcelli, Danny Formall. The perfect season continues. Win number seven on the season. Preston Buckley with the checkered flag, waving it for the Lamborghini competitors. So Marcelli underneath the checkered flag first. And they'll start on pole and see if they can keep their perfect season going tomorrow. Meanwhile, as they cross the line in pro, the time penalty applies to the 30. Norman, then Stacy. That's the top three in pro. What do we have in pro-am? Keon Tendon. Championship leader coming down the front straightaway already has his hand in the air celebrating a victory there. 42 across the line. He'll take the win. And for Keon Tendon that will add to the championship lead. It makes it two wins in a row. He won round two at Road America. He and Luke Berkeley. They'll do it again here at VIR.
1: Yeah, really impressive. that a great battle for third position in LB Cup. They off-in just holding on ahead of John Hirschberg and Graham dole That was a great battle uh for, for that position uh, meanwhile uh, a little bit uh, farther back uh, remember, uh 41 mark miller ooh, he's just managed to get past uh mo dadka for the second position in pro-am on that last lap
0: checkered flag continuing to fall anthony mcintosh aboard the 69 he and glenn mcgee They'll take their second win of the season. They too won at Road America in round number two, and they back it up with a pole and a win here. That will help them in their championship run. They came in to the weekend here with a five point lead, and that will help add to it a little bit. But as you pointed out, Jeremy, there's still a lot to go in the 2023 season.
1: Yeah, there there certainly is. And uh, there is still five races to go, including one uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, But uh, it's been an absolutely, once again, a perfect drive for Danny Formal and Carl Marcelli. Win number uh, uh, seven for them on the season. This is the uh, 15th win overall for both of them, actually. They haven't been driven together all the way through their careers, but coincidentally, they both have a total now of 15 wins overall. uh, And uh, another great day for that Wayne Taylor racing with Andreni Sport team. Hats off also there to Kion Tandon and uh, luke berkeley who come away with their second successive win in pro-am second position a great drive there by mark miller to just get past mo dadco did a really nice job he and cole lofts have to settle for a third third position today but after the season they have they'll be thrilled with that it's their first uh, podium of the of the season so far uh, and in the uh, am category uh, Anthony antony mcintosh and glenn mcgee they were, they led throughout the race once again, for Precision Performance Motorsports, Tyler Hoffman uh, did hold off uh, or did finish in second position. And A.J. must just hold off David Staub for third place in Am right at the end.
0: Great run here for Lamborghini Super Trofeo North America. No full course cautions. Drivers clean today. We still have one more coming up for tomorrow. It'll be round eight of the 2023 season. Interesting day. All four classes, the championship leaders continued their march towards the big trophy at the end of the season but we still have a long way to go 12 rounds and we are only through round seven for Jeremy Shaw and Brian Till thanks for joining us here today at Virginia International Raceway in Lamborghini Super Trofeo North America we will do it all again tomorrow from right here at VIR This program
1: is a radio show limited production.
0: For more, check IMSAradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.